Hey, what's the deal, folks? What's going on? How are you? How have you been? You been good? You been doing marketing and design? You been uh, contemplating on when your last week of work is going to be? Or your last two weeks? Or if you're going to give them a notice? You been thinking about that? I hope so. I really do. This is episode 21 of the No Sleep Startup Podcast. Glad you're back. Glad to be back. Hey, special announcement. Oh, wait, before I get to the announcement, um, I have the lovely Liz in the office with me. Hello. She says hello. Her curls are looking fabulous tonight. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, she's just hanging out in the office. So, special announcement. This is awesome. I'm excited about this, and it took me a while to get to this point, but I feel like we're there. So, instead of the sporadic podcast episodes, like I've been doing, kind of like, you know, I've had a busy week, I'll get to it next week, or I'll just do, you know, a 30-minute here, and then maybe do a 30-minute the next day, so they get back-to-back, no, screw that. We're going to do every Wednesday, every Wednesday night a new no sleep startup podcast is gonna release hey can we get a yeah yeah. and that's the announcement every wednesday night so thursday mornings when you're on when you're on the car not on the car when you're in the car get in the car get get in the car head to work if you've got a 30 minute commute put on the no sleep startup podcast check it out Hopefully it inspires your day. Or if you're on the way home on Thursday and you're like, just gritting your teeth because the boss said, you know, yeah, you performed pretty well last month. That was awesome. Let's see if you can do better this month. And never acknowledged that you just did better than anybody ever last month. Oh, boy. Those guys, man. So listen to it on your way home on Thursday. Or, if you're a night owl like me and you're up hustling, you can expect this to be released every Wednesday night. If you're on the West Coast, you'll probably get it around 9 or 10 o'clock. If you're on the East Coast, you'll get it around midnight. If you're Central, and, um, you know, you get around 11 or so. But, so, that's, that's, that's an announcement. How about that? Hmm? Anyways. So, tonight, I wanted to talk about something special to me, um... Speaking of special, no, that's not my segue. I wrote down the segue I wanted to do. Um, So the company that I am CMO for, we recently got a request for a RFP, which is a a request for a proposal. Basically, when companies are seeking out um, other companies to do work for them, they'll contact those companies and say, hey, here's what we need. Now, we want you to send us a proposal. And based on all the proposals we, we receive, we'll select one company to do what we need. Okay? That's an RFP, if you didn't know. Got an RFP. <clears throat> and that stinks. <laughs> RFPs are terrible. You know, because in an RFP, you can go one or two ways. You can go 
uh, all out and you can send them like a capability brochure and you can send them what you plan on doing you send them a master plan for what you're gonna do and um, but the, but the problem is you have to send them a budget and nine times out of ten if your budgets I mean if your price is way higher than their budget they're not gonna take you on right never they never will if their budgets ten grand and you send them a proposal and you're like hey uh, everything you ask for is gonna cost like 50 grand they're not gonna go with you right and it makes me mad, <laughs> very mad, that companies think it's a cool thing to reach out and say, who's going to take this deal? And then base your, you know, your offer or your proposal off of what you've submitted blindly to them. You know, it's weird. And, and some companies, they, they go through like a, a range of qualifiers where, you know, uh, based on budget and then uh, capabilities, then we have a second round of, of uh, interviews and then based on that we come back and we talk about your personalities and then we have you take this quiz and this test like that, oh man. So my question is, because I'm thinking about these RFPs, what what makes you so special? Hmm? Honestly. What makes you so special? And I'm not just talking about you, the creative. I'm also talking about the client, our clients. You know, like I'm saying to you what makes you so special, but I'm also giving you words to say that you don't say, but you say it in your head to your client. What makes you so special? Right? And I, I want to cover like both sides of the, of the, pendulum here um both both points of points of view from the creative side and from the customer side so we'll start with the creative okay first of all hey what are, what are we doing like we're doing something that hundreds of thousands of people do seriously hundreds of thousands of people do what we do whether it's marketing website design just design in general, copywriting, uh, uh, SEO, uh, AdWords. Hundreds of thousands of people do this. So why the hell are you important? What makes you important? Hmm? When, you, when you meet with a client or a potential client and you go in and you're like, hey, what do you need? They say, I need AdWords. And you're like, okay, yeah, I can do that. But we, yeah, yeah, we know that we can do that. But how do we convey to them that we can do it? is my point okay and this came to me because I was meeting with a client today and they had other people in the room and I realized okay this might be a good opportunity to kind of boast my my you know what I can do uh, to get them intrigued uh, but there's a way of going about it because oh man okay let's let's just say this it's about first starting a conversation and starting a conversation with like a potential client, having a good conversation with them and not seeming too hungry for the work, I feel like. That's the first step to showing that you're special. You're a bit different than these other guys, okay? Now, I, so like I said, I was with, with a client today and 
sometimes clients or sometimes people who know they need something don't necessarily need to know how it works, okay? They just need to know that they're working with somebody who knows what they need and knows how to utilize what they know to make something happen in their business. Basically, to bring them money. That's it. Sometimes that's it, and that's a hard pill to swallow because we as creatives, we want to get creative, always. We want to, one, get validated on what we know. We want the client to say, oh, man, you're super smart on this. Like, we always want that. We want the client to be like, man, you're so smart. And then we say, thanks, and then do the work. But sometimes the client just needs to know that you are able to listen to them and you're able to relate to their issue and you're able to do something in this world that they know nothing about but you know a lot about that will in turn help solve their problem. And that all comes from the conversation. It took me a long time to realize this. And in my previous episodes, I've talked about sending a proposal and giving somebody a whole business plan and, the, and they didn't even care, right? It's about creating that relationship. It's about breaking out of your shell because we're all introverts and having a conversation. And really, when I say a conversation, I don't mean this. I don't mean let's talk about marketing or let's talk about what I can do for you. I mean, how are your kids? What'd you do on vacation? Where do you hang out? Where do you live? How long have you lived there? That sort of stuff. And this is weird, but I'm, I'm, I've learned this over the years that that type of connection gets people to trust us. That type of connection makes us special. Because when we're in front of people, we are competing with the people who aren't in front of them but are soliciting to them every day, like 50 times a day. They get solicitors like, hey, uh, uh, I came across your email and I uh, thought I'd shoot this out to you. Uh, I do a product and it does X, Y, Z and it costs this much. And they all and the, the client always deletes it. But we're in front of them and we get a chance to not say, here's what I can do for you. We have a chance to say, hey, how long have you been doing this? Why did you start doing this? You know, what's in it? Like, what makes you happy about doing this? That sort of stuff, right? Also, okay, I'm, I'm moving on. Not also. Moving on. Another key point um, and, and a way to make yourself seem special. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get Liz here on this, so come closer. So we're going we're, we're gonna to role play a little uh, kind of like meeting. So let's say we're at like a gold star meeting, you know, where people come together and they talk about what they do. And let's say both of both me and you were leaning on a wall, having some wine, mm -hmm. just relaxing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Here's how you pitch yourself to somebody in order to make yourself feel a little bit more special and, and, and stand out from all these other people. So what I need you to do is to ask me, hey, what do you do? And then continue the conversation. Okay. okay. So go ahead. So what do you do? Oh, I do digital marketing. What does that mean? Well, uh, technically, I, I help companies get leads. Oh. What types of companies do you work for? It depends on the company. It depends on the budget, you know. You know what? Um, what, what 
market are you in? Oh, I'm an esthetician. Oh, esthetician. I don't even know how to spell that. <laughs> um, but I'm sure, you know, I could bring you lead. Do you have a website? And now I have a Facebook page. Facebook page. Okay, cool. That's awesome. You know, a lot of people don't have that. Um, so, yeah, so it's a pleasure meeting you. Um, I'm just going to. So, go. wait, if you, you generate leads for businesses. Yeah. Could you help my business? Oh, well, possibly. Um, you know, kind of my process is to have a exploratory meeting first to see if we're a good fit. Oh. Um, but here's what I can do. Let me give you my card. Here you go. Thank Act you. Act like you're taking my card. She acted like she she did it. She acted like she was taking my card on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, give me a call um, whenever you want. If I'm if I can't pick up, sorry, but just leave a message. I'll get back to you. I promise. And uh, we'll see what we can do. Okay. All right. Pleasure meeting you. Nice meeting. What was your name? Don't worry about it. <laughs> I forgot the name part, guys. So. And and by the way, that wasn't planned at all. I had it written in my notes, and Liz is like chilling on the couch, and I was like, "Okay, here's the time where I role play with Liz about meeting an executive," and she didn't know. So, um, basically, what that what that kind of does, and she reacted really well. She didn't kind of she didn't pl- play to what I was playing towards, right? But I did. I didn't let you walk away. She didn't let me walk away, right? Um, so what that does is it. it like what makes you special is your allure okay like your sense of privacy and protection for what you do i'm gonna say that again your sense of privacy and protection for what you do causes an allure that attracts people to you does that make sense like the it's kind of like dating (laughs) like you want to make yourself seem like you're worth pursuing one because you're not acting hungry for the for for a deal you're not in there like hey here's what i do and i've worked with these companies and xyz and look at my suit and my cufflinks you're not that guy you're probably okay here's what here's what you are you're in there and you have on some nice slacks no not slacks you got on some nice jeans and a v-neck shirt obviously um and you got a messenger bag probably and it's over, over your shoulder, and you're just chilling. You're having some wine or some Chardonnay, and you don't care about where you're at. <laughs> you don't care. These people are there to get business connections, and they see you, and you're, you're just there. You know, you're not chumming it up. You're just there. And when someone says, what do you do? I do this. They say, oh, okay, for who? And you say, well, for a lot of businesses. What do you do? And they say, I do this. You say, oh, that's awesome. Let them ask the questions. This is like psychological stuff that I've learned. It doesn't always work. Don't get me wrong. This doesn't always work. Like you might run into another um, (laughs) introvert and then you're just both there. You're just standing beside each other and then you kind of wander off. But figure out a way to create an, an allure for what you do. That's important. You know, like, you know, like when, when, um, I don't know, uh, what's the artist, uh, Jay-Z, you don't hear from him for like four years and then all of a sudden his, his name pops up in Times Square (laughs) and you're like, oh, what's going on here? Like try to do, try to be Jay-Z guys. 
That's all we're trying to do. Right? Just be Jay-Z. Okay? But create that allure. That, that it, it works. It really does. Especially with these people with these RFPs. Man, the, the best bet would be to email the company and say, Hey, I hear you're putting out RFPs. I'm not one to submit my, you know, my hourly uh, charges, my, my, my rates, any of that. Can we just have a meeting so we can talk about what you really want? Because I know you've written down a lot, but most times when they write RFPs, they write it like companies write res, uh, um, job uh, descriptions, and job descriptions suck. All job descriptions are wrong, and they suck. Mm-hmm. You know, so why not say like if somebody has a job description, why don't you say, "Hey, I see this. Um, I really like to get a more meaningful um, explanation of what you're really looking for. So, would you mind if I came in and just talked to you for ten minutes to see if this is something where we, you know, we'd be a fit? Instead of submitting your resume, hoping that your resume covers everything that they want. Come on, man. What are we doing? Hmm. All right, so what makes you so special, client? Let's move over to the client side, the customer side, right? Let's say you have a new, new potential client. They need work from you. What if their idea sucks? Hmm? What if they're not willing to pay what it takes to beat their competition? Hmm. What if they're not willing to pay what it takes to get business Is it, is it our job to tell them that? Is it our job to say, hey, listen, uh, like you have this budget, but you're competing with XYZ, and they, they are killing it. They're crushing it. What makes you think, Mr. Client, Mrs. Client, that you can surpass them or that I can even do anything worthwhile with this budget? That's touchy. Those are touchy waters. But at what point do we stop taking money, taking small sums of money, dealing with clients who want to talk every day? At what point do we go from that to, hey, listen, what you're doing doesn't make sense in our world. And, and, and also it's kind of presumptuous. Is that the word? For them to think they know what yeah, they're doing. Pres- yeah. I, yeah. Presumptuous for you to think that you can compete based on a dollar figure or based on a strategy that you've given me the professional that's like going to a doctor and saying my acl's torn i got to play soccer next week um what i need you to do is fix this now and as long as i'm playing soccer next week i'll pay you back in- incrementally <laughs> can you imagine Do you know what a doctor would say to you? First of all, he'd say, do you have health insurance? And you'd be like, no, I'm an entrepreneur and I'm I'm a soccer player. And then he'd tell you to get out of his office. You're done. So how much time should we spend on educating clients? That's a good question. Because in the beginning, when you're just starting up, you spend a lot of time doing it. Because the people that you're going after are people that you probably know or probably know somebody you know. 
and you're just going out for the low limbs, right? You're like, I, I, I can probably get them because I kind of know them. So let's go here and say, hey, you need this. And they're going to say, why the hell do I need that? And you're going to have to sit down for hours, maybe days or weeks, and explain why they need it, okay? But I think once you get the hang of that, once you explained it to them, they're reaping the benefits from understanding it and paying you, and now you're bringing them leads. Then you, I think, when you get the hang of it, you have to start thinking about consulting, for real. Because consulting is a different monster. Um, I've recently moved into the world of consulting, and it is, it's one, scary, okay? I'm going to be vulnerable here. It's scary because leading up to the call with a team of 20 and you don't know what they're going to ask you is brain rattling. It's stressful. But then, as long as you've set up the parameters for the, for the call, for the consulting, and you've told them, here's what we'll discuss, here are my you know, my knowledge points, make sure every question has to do with my knowledge points. If not, I'm going to probably bounce the question back to you and you're upfront with that. Consulting's awesome. It really is. I recently did a um, SEO consult consultation with a company and it consisted of like guys, it, it was a, just, it was a conversation and it was a conversation on a topic that I love. And it lasted an hour, and I got paid an hourly rate, and it's awesome. And we set up multiple calls, and then a face-to-face. -face. So, once like you know what you do so well, that it's important that you give a little bit to clients, educate them. So then when they come back with more and more, because you're gonna probably wind up being an, uh, like a business consultant for a lot of your clients, you can say, hey, listen, I'm working on this material. Why don't we set aside maybe four or five hours you know, for the, for the month or each month where we talk every week and I walk you through all this and you pay me a rate? Isn't that fair? Don't you think that's fair? I don't know. And with clients, and I think, you know, educating clients is fine, but sometimes people just have bad ideas. You know? And they want to feel special, and they think that their idea is special, but sometimes it's just a bad idea. You know, like those companies who, oh, I, I think I talked about this before. There's a company out here called Phone Doctors, and then there was a, there's another company that opened, and it's called Device Hospital. Man! <laughs> Listen, Phone Doctor, Device Hospital. Oh my God. Is that a good idea? If you think that's a good idea, block me on Twitter. <laughs> and then some people have like a, have so-so ideas, but they want to like hire, just hire somebody to make their idea a reality. And you need to stay away from those people. You need to tell those people, Hey, go away from me. Get away. For real. Like say that to them. If they're like, Hey, I have this idea and I want to do uh I don't know. Um, let's think of what's something we've had, Liz. Uh, oh, I want to do, uh, I want to market my goat farm. <laughs> Guys, I'm not joking. <laughs> I want to market my goat farm. 
so that th people know that this rare goat breed is on my farm and I have $500 and but if I sell a lot of goats I'll have more $500 to give you because you're helping me sell hey hey man <laughs> for one uh, no for two mm -mm. <laughs> that happened to me anyways so three on the uh, uh, for customers or clients on the topic of what makes you so special are clients who don't follow your process okay this is this is big for me because my time is money man and my time like my time not working is for my family that's what i've dedicated it to or sleeping okay <laughs> family or sleeping for real and i've tried to make it a point for my clients to say hey you need to email me always email me all, always only email me for real still to this day I get clients who text me and I get clients who write me on Facebook messenger no no don't do that what makes you think that you're more important than any of my other clients to the to the point where you can text me at 10 o'clock at night and ask me to look at something and give my feedback Guys, listen, I didn't know that so much of the world did this. I didn't know so many people communicated over text and Facebook messages, especially when money's been exchanged. I didn't know this. Now I know. And I hate it. <laughs> I hate it so much. I'll get a, a thing on Facebook Messenger, which Facebook Messenger is the worst app ever of all time, of all time. Like, fight me on that. It's the worst app ever. And I'll get a message from a client on a Sunday at 2 p.m. Saying, hey, I was thinking about this. What do you think about this company? Do you think for a second I'm going to sit down and reply to this? There's no way. And you shouldn't either. Like, what makes them think they're so special that, that they can write us on a weekend and expect a response? Hmm? And if they are doing that, and if you are replying, you did not set up your process properly. I'm sorry. You need to let them know up front. Hey, listen, you only, you only communicate with me via email. If we talk on the phone, it's a scheduled call. If we have a scheduled call and you're more than 15 minutes late, the call must be rescheduled. Done deal. There you go. Teach them how to communicate with you. If not, you're going to be in a world of hurt when it's time to get stuff done and you've got messages and communication in 40 different places and you're missing stuff. You know? You got to let them know, hey, you're special. You're my client. But you're not that special. <laughs> and for you, for us, we need to be thinking about what makes us special and how can, like that, that makes us special to a client, giving them boundaries, right? Giving them a process to follow, right? Giving them faith in what we know, what, like that we know how to do what we say we know how to do. That's all. That's all it is. That's all sales is, guys. That's it. Instilling trust, instilling value, saying here's how it's going to happen. 
Here's how we're going to talk to each other. Here's what I'm going to do. Here's what you're going to do. And that makes this relationship special. Oh, you see how I, how I just tied that all together? Hmm? That's what makes it special. And you got to think about this stuff, man. And I know you do. I know you think about it when you're designing, when you're setting up your website. You know, like, how do I differentiate myself from this person? But don't just think different. Think special. Unique. Intriguing. Other words. <laughs> That's all I got for tonight. But listen, every Wednesday. Every Wednesday now. Wednesday's the day. Okay? It's going to be me. It's going to be the lovely Liz sitting in here. And it's going to be you guys. And uh, if, um, if you guys keep listening every Wednesday and tuning in and looking forward to it, we might move to two days. So, hope you liked this episode. If you did, that's cool. Listen to the next one. If not, that's cool too. Talk to you guys next time.